New Zealand-based home renovation company, 6,593% ROAS. Sydney-based solar company, 2,700% ROAS. Hunter region-based bathroom renovation company, 5,616% ROAS. Melbourne-based building company, 13,182% return on ad spend. Adelaide-based solar company, 2,881% return on ad spend. Guys, the list goes on and on. If you are a trade-based business and you work with projects like roofing, solar, bathroom renovations, kitchen renovations, anything like that, head across to tradey.wiki forward slash pod for podcast. Tradey.wiki forward slash pod for podcast. Book in a conversation. It is game changing. If you've ever wondered if rebuilding your website is a worthwhile exercise, then stay tuned for this podcast where we talk about the following things. How a roofing company in Melbourne generated an additional $100,000 in revenue through their website alone in only three months with no marketing. How a client of ours in Perth generated an additional 763% traffic increase to their website with just a well-built website and some creative copywriting. And why I recommended for a client of ours in South Australia to not invest in marketing just to get his website rebuilt. To get notified of our upcoming podcasts and videos, please hit subscribe, turn the notifications on, and be sure to share this episode with someone who you think would get value out of it. Hey guys, Matt Jones here from the Sightshed Podcast. Welcome back to another episode. And uh, in today's episode, I want to talk to you a little bit about an experience we've had over the last six months or so with a few clients that we've been working with um, over at um, our agency, Trady Web Guys, um, in relation to websites. Now, the reason I want to have this conversation is because I want to cast a bit of perspective, um, first and foremost, to uh, the importance of having a website. But second of all, and most importantly, the importance of having um, a website that's been built correctly to serve your business. Now, we very um, proactively build websites that serve as marketing launch pads. However, I would like to clarify that in a lot of cases, there are some businesses that don't actually require traditional marketing, things like Google Ads, SEO, so on and so forth. And we're going to get into that in a little bit. But what I want to talk to you guys about um, specifically relates to um, three clients that we've worked with recently. One of them was a roofing company in Victoria, and within the space of three months of rebuilding their website, they generated $100,000 in additional revenue, and that's with no marketing. Okay, Now, I should qualify at this point in time, they do need marketing, but they don't currently have anything, and they've we, we are talking with them to get that up and running, but they were able to generate an extra 100k in revenue in three months just from the website alone. So I want to put a bit of perspective here as to why that's the case. Actually, before I do that, I'll jump into the other one, another case study, right? Where we had a client of ours that was in um, in Perth, in Western Australia. Their website, we rebuilt their website, and within four months, they earned themselves an additional 763 percent increase in their traffic in four months. And all we did was rebuild their website properly. And we had some creative copywriting um, on the website initially, and then a strategy where we were doing a piece for them, are doing a piece for them each month, tying into a keyword strategy 
So kind of SEO, but not full blind SEO, just content. And then the last business or company case study that I want to talk about is one that we've just completed. I don't have the results on this yet down the track because we've only just completed it. But I can tell you right now, um, I want to talk to you and I will talk to you about the reasons why I suggested that he doesn't invest in marketing. And that might sound contradictory coming from a marketing company, but that should also be refreshing for you guys because um, when, when we ran him through our process, which we'll get to, we decided that it probably wasn't the best avenue for him. He just needed a more professional uh, looking website, but we'll get to that in a second. So the thing that you need to consider and the thing that we see all the time is businesses that um, aren't represented professionally online. And whether you decide to run marketing to your website or not, that's up to you. But the point I'm trying to make is we live in an ecosystem and a landscape today where it doesn't matter what you do from a marketing perspective, every little thing you do will end up coming back to your website. So that might be a letterbox drop, it could be a, a digital campaign, it could be a newspaper ad, it could be branding your vehicles or whatever it might be. Pe people typically are going to jump on their phone and they're going to Google you before they call the number they see under the logo on your car door, right? So everything that we're talking about here is about professional representation and I would ask you to ask yourself, is your current website serving you the best it possibly can be in that space. And the reason it's so important is because first impressions last. And you've heard the saying, you don't get a second crack at a first impression, and it's true. But the point I'm trying to really like make here to you guys is, well, go and have a look at that website of yours and how does it play in comparison to some of your competitors? Because if it doesn't, match up it doesn't look the part it doesn't stand out it doesn't put you on a pedestal as an expert within your given vertical industry niche whatever then you're only a click away from somebody that that does have that right representation so do yourself some justice go and have a proper look at your website and say and think put into perspective does this actually represent the type of business we are like, if you're an expert in your profession, does your website represent that? Does it communicate that? Does it highlight that? Does it showcase that? Chances are it probably doesn't. And there's a lot of opportunity on the table in purely getting that message and that foundation built the right way that you're potentially leaving behind. So I really challenge you to do that. Now, one of the important things and probably the, without a doubt, the most important part of our process and one that we've designed over you know, the space of 10 years, you know, in operation. So this mechanism that we've developed, which we, is an acronym called DAPA, and it, def, it breaks down to the following. Define, articulate, plan, execute, and then, of course, review, report, whatever, right? Now, I'm going to dive into these a little bit, but I want to stress at the beginning, the reason why this is so important is because Without doing this process, without going through this, and we know because for a long time we didn't have it, this has been refined over years and years and years of running the agency, we were, we were recommending solutions that we thought were right as opposed to solutions we knew were right. So when we define, in the define stage of DAPA, we are essentially saying, okay, let's do our research. This is where we're really looking into, first of all, what are the existing assets that the business has developed in terms of websites or you know, databases or whatever it might be, figuring out that and then going, okay, let's have a look at what their goals are and where they want to end up. 
Now, that alone is really important because sometimes, and without a deep dive and without asking the right questions, businesses come to us with what they think is their problem, but in truth, it's not their actual problem. We need to ask the right questions to get to the bottom of this, and I can almost guarantee you're in a similar situation within your own business where you may not be asking enough questions. So defining helps us figure out exactly what the goals are, what the existing assets are, and then off the back of that, we can say, cool, let's go into the next stage, which is articulate. And we're going to say, okay, well, during this stage, we're going to figure out, based on what we've defined in the initial part of the process, we're going to be able to say, this is the solution, or more likely, these are the these solutions, the suite of solutions, which are going to help you achieve these goals. So that's articulate. From there, you go into plan, because once you've got the... Um, once you've defined what the problems are and you've defined uh, you know, the goals of the business, you've articulated what the solutions are and what the strategies are going to be, then you need to formulate that strategy. You need to develop it in a way which is built for where the business wants to go, not for where they're currently at. And it's really important that you do that because of a number of reasons, but primarily, like most things, if you have a clear understanding of where you want to go, then you can reverse engineer that. And so for context, in the marketing space, we might have a business that wants to generate traffic based on a number of different keywords. So we need to make sure that that forms part of a strategy which we can develop and we can work towards over the space of 12 months. And it's really important that we do that. It's important for a couple of reasons. First of all, we need to be able to create a benchmark that we can measure success from. Because if you don't have a benchmark and you don't have a clear understanding of where you're currently at with that strategy, then how are you going to know if you're improving and you're heading in the right direction? And we review this quite regularly, and I'll get to that in a second, after the execution process, which is the E in the DAPA process. So once you go into the execution process, that's basically where the rubber hits the road, development starts happening, copywriting happens, um, keywords research, deep keyword research, uh, competitor research, strategy, the whole shebang, that all comes into play. And then once that's been executed, then every, then regularly you need to move into the next stage, which is review, report, so on and so forth, because you need to be able to track exactly what's going on throughout the entire stage of the process, right? And you need that as well because then it will fuel back into the plan stage. So once the D and the A are done, then you can move into the P. The P, the E, and the R sort of become like a little circulating um, business model there where you're always reviewing, you're always strategizing, and you're always executing. And it just keeps going around and around and around. And it's really important. So that review process takes a deep dive into you know number of different platforms which give us data and analytics. It also takes into consideration feedback, things like what customers, what clients are saying, you know what their clients are saying, um, things that are working, things that aren't working, form completions, you know phone calls that have turned into jobs, and all this kind of stuff, right? So it's a really important um, part of the process in understanding when you're reviewing what's been done as part of the plan and the execution. Well, how do we improve and tweak? and optimize what's being done to improve the results. Yes, this typically takes time, but we have found that we've not been able to successfully deliver you know, on these campaigns as well as we have until we had this process in place and we've had it clearly defined. So we have a, um, a everyone that we deal with, every all of the clients that we speak with, we have a really clear process around 
how to get this information. And we call it our opportunity assessment. And if you head across to tradingwebguys.com.au forward slash grow, you can fill the form in and you'll actually be straight up, be entered into part of that process. Essentially what it does is it asks a series of questions which give us enough information to start pulling up some reports. It may happen immediately. It may happen off the back of a conversation as well. It depends. But the, the, but the point is, it's almost impossible for us to give you guys an accurate understanding of what you need without you guys giving us the information we need to define that. So the first part of the process is filling in the form. And that might seem lame and mundane, but in truth, it's extremely important. So we would take that information and then we have the ability to either have a phone call to clarify things or um, we would then run that through a series of audits, auditing all different areas of the digital business, including websites, including SEO, including Google Ads opportunities, including local SEO opportunities, the whole thing, social media, so on and so forth. And then off the back of it, we have a clearly defined path where we can say, well, this is exactly where you should be applying your attention. These are where the wins and the opportunities are. Off we go. And the reason why I wanted to record this process is not so much to promote, sorry, record this podcast, is not so much to talk about our our DAPA process, um, you know, and our opportunity assessment, but it's more for you guys to understand that as a result of us carrying out this process, there's a number of businesses here that have benefited hugely and not had to invest in solutions which aren't going to best serve them, which at a, at a glance, in truth, would not be that obvious. So you wouldn't, we would not have known and could not possibly have guessed that a roofing website in Melbourne, just through building their website alone, was going to generate them an extra $100,000 in revenue with no marketing. It's just the website. That's a huge result. The company in Perth, they had an existing website, we've rebuilt it, they've had a 762% increase in their traffic. They haven't done any marketing as such, all we've done is build the website properly, we've had copywriting with, done with um, SEO principles in hand and we've had a bit of a strategy as to dripping that content out over, this, over a period of so many months. But anyway, the point is, it didn't actually have any proactive SEO or full-blown Google Ads or anything like that. It was just really the website as the foundation and then some and then some content creation. And the last one's an interesting one because when I ran this most recent company through um, our opportunity assessment, it was pretty obvious to me and when I spoke to them, and of course, after doing this for a long time, you kind of get a feel for these things within the industry. But if you've got a business that is heavily business to business, so... Um, this company specifically, they work with industrial clients or large-scale commercial clients, and they work within micro niches to the point where he's an electrician and he might do switchboard building for water treatment systems in mines and things like that, like really super niche things, right? Now, his clients, his customers are not looking for him on Google. They're not jumping onto the search engines going, electrician Adelaide, right? So an SEO strategy for him would have generated traffic, but it wouldn't have been the right type of traffic. It wouldn't have been the right type of customer, right? So a lot of agencies will steer you down that path where they'll say, look at all this traffic we've generated you. Isn't this great? And you go, no, it's not really great because none of them have turned in a job because they're the wrong type of people that are calling us. So the reason that I suggested for this guy to not 
invest into traditional marketing is because he doesn't need more traffic. He just needs to have a website which can serve for him as a strong referral tool for potential customers. So in the instance where, for example, he's out there meeting a commercial uh, contact, it might be at a networking event or it might be a referral through someone or whatever, like he needs to be able to communicate through his website what it is he does, what they've done, how they've done it, so that builds trust and rapport and it can relate to whatever that individual is potentially looking for on their own project or at least start a conversation, start some dialogue. And that may well relate to your business too. Sometimes your clients are not looking for you on Google. So your website needs to serve as the reference tool which can facilitate and answer some of the questions they have before, ideally, before they come to you, okay? Now, this is all very achievable. Again, it takes strategy, but the point I'm trying to make is don't get sucked into people telling you you need something when the reality is you may not. So I would encourage all of you guys out there, head across to tradywebguys.com.au and forward slash grow and fill in the opportunity assessment. Fill the form in and we can have a look for you and we can see where some of those opportunities lie or we can at least have a conversation off the back of that which can then fuel potentially the strategy which can help you get the results similar to these. The proof's in the pudding. Like we're not, this is tried and tested. We know this works. So the onus is on you to really sit back and have a look and say, well, do we want a better result? Do we need a better result? First of all, do we want a better result? How are we going to go about that? What's going to serve us best? I can guarantee you this process is the best I've seen. Um, And I, I encourage you guys to go check it out. But anyway, that's all from me. I just wanted to breathe a bit of belief into you into you guys just to help you understand how powerful a website can be if it's built the right way with the right strategy behind it. Um, it's not a static thing, I'll say in closing. Like a website really is a living organism and you need to treat it like an asset, like it's something that you should feed. It needs to breathe. It needs to live, okay? So anyway, I look forward to speaking to you guys. Head across to tradywebguys.com.au and um, forward slash grow, fill the form in, and we'll go from there. Thanks for tuning in, guys. I hope you enjoyed that podcast. Please, if you did, head across to iTunes and leave us a review. We would very much appreciate that. Anyway, if you are a project-based trade business and you work in solar or bathroom renovations or kitchen renovations or roofing or something along those lines, and you would like to see some of the results that we've been showcasing in our marketing on for your business, thousands of percent return on ad spend, 2,000, 3,000, 5,000, 7,000, 13,000% return on ad spend, please head across to tradey.wiki forward slash pod for podcast. That's tradey.wiki forward slash pod for podcast. It will be well worth the conversation and I can't wait to chat with you. Ciao.